Hi, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. I'm joined by my son today, so if you hear him get a little fussy, it's probably why, because I'm not devoting all my attention to him. Um, we're going to be talking about Admission today by Julie Buxbaum, and this is one of those novels that I had a really hard time getting into, mainly because I couldn't relate to the characters at all. Um... And the reason being is, you know, I, I mean, this is, this is a story that's ripped from the headlines. You know, it's based off of that 2019 admission scandal, you know, where a lot of celebrities, notable celebrities, bribed and cheated, you know, their kids' entrance into college. I think what is interesting about this novel is you're seeing it from the child, from the kids' perspective. Um, they had no idea. Chloe had no idea her parents were doing this. Not really. At least not until it was too late. She had some sort of questions about what was going on. But ultimately, she she is not guilty in this. Um, and I think... You know, the reader has some sympathy for her because, I mean, she does everything right. She studies and studies and studies for the SAT for hours on end, and her score, instead of getting better, just gets lower and lower, and that really doesn't look good because, you know, they do look at, colleges do look at that, you know, and... She works her, you know, she works her tush off for, on her essay. She tries to do everything right. And this college counselor who, he convinces her parents that she has ADHD. And she knows she doesn't have ADHD. And her parents know she doesn't have ADHD. So I think this is also like a question of, you know, ethics, moral ethics, and acting on moral ethics. She does say, but I don't have it, do I? She does question it. Um, and on some level, she knows, you know, this is wrong. You know, this, this is wrong. And that's really the first sketchy thing that happens. And she does her essay. She, you know, does her college essay. And they sort of just rewrite it for her. Even though she rewrites it herself, you know, much in a much better way. <laughs> um, so, at the end of the day, you feel, you kind of feel bad for Chloe because there's this level of, her parents are saying they did this because they wanted to protect their kid. And you know, I get that. I, you know, I have a son. I don't really want him to get hurt. No parent wants their children to get hurt. But I think as parents, instead of just trying to prevent them from getting hurt, because we know that's unrealistic, we're not going to be there all the time for every single heartbreak or hurtful moment in their lives. So I think what you can do as a parent is just make sure that they know that you're always there for them. And help them learn that, you know, they can persevere through anything. I think that's my belief as a parent. And I'm going to try to do that as my kid grows up. But 
her parents in this novel are saying, well, we did this because we didn't want you to get hurt. And I, I can see that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, her parents did this because they didn't believe in her. So you kind of feel bad for Chloe because her parents don't believe in her at the end of the day. Um, she's a mediocre student. She doesn't try. She kind of wants to tell her parents, like, you know, these colleges here, they're, they're kind of out of my league. Let me just, let me just go to this kind of college. And, you know, they kind of push her, you know, to be better or not push her to be better. They kind of are pushing her towards these high reaching schools that she knows she's not really capable of getting into because her score, her schoolwork, you know, it is mediocre. Um, her SAT scores are not good and she just doesn't apply herself but I also can't really empathize with Chloe and I think a lot of readers aren't going to be able to empathize especially readers who got into college on their own merit um, because it's like her friend is super smart in this novel. Her friend is super smart and she works her tush off to get into um, Harvard. <laughs> hey, little man. Come on, here's your pacifier. He always gets fussy when he doesn't have his pacifier. Um, but her friend works her tush off because she wants to go to Harvard, you know? Harvard is a hard school to get into. A lot of those, you know, private schools are hard to get into. So I think a lot of readers are going to resonate more with that because it's, it's kind of just like <clears throat> Sorry, super congested. I can only breathe through one nostril right now. And once again, my allergies are not cooperating with me. <laughs> but I think, you know, for a lot of readers out there, they're not really going to empathize a lot with Chloe because, yeah, it sucks that she's getting a lot of backlash for her parents' decision. Um, and even facing legal action when she, you know, she's pretty innocent in this whole thing. She doesn't really fight her parents at all. But for a lot of readers out there who worked their, you know, who worked their butts off to get into college, you're not really going to be able to relate to her because it's just like, you wanted to go to college. Great. You didn't make that effort to get into college. So, your parents didn't believe in you enough, so they did this for you. You know, it's it's hard to connect with that sort of character because she's pretty oblivious to her, not just her white privilege, but her rich privilege. You know, she's a rich kid. She's a rich kid with a famous mom, um, and... 
she's sort of oblivious to it. To all the privileges that she has. And it's hard to feel bad for her sometimes because it's just like really you, you you didn't see this I mean again she doesn't fight her parents when they say she has ADHD so that she can take a specialized SAT course and then have the score the you know her answers change as his score is higher. I mean, it's just... On some level, she knew things were wrong, but she didn't do anything about it. She didn't say, no, this is wrong. She just went with it. So, you kind of can't... You kind of can't, can't feel bad for her because... On some level, she knew things were fishy, but she didn't question it. She just kind of went along with it because, you know, she wants to go to college. I don't know about you, but if any person who wants to go to college, they might as well work hard in school. Um, and... That's hopefully what I'm going to teach my kids. Just do well in school, get into college, and then in college, you know, just get just, just get that passing grade. <laughs> Don't stress about it too much. Um, but Chloe really isn't a character that you can resonate with um, because you can't really feel bad for her a lot of the time. And it's such a story about white privilege and being rich that it kind of distances itself a lot from a mass majority of readers. I mean, I'm a middle-class citizen, currently unemployed due to COVID-19. So, um, me and my mom struggled a lot. And I even had to take off to my first two years of college because I, you know, didn't get enough financial aid and there's no way I could afford it. Um... But I eventually got there, so that's just my example. I I can't even think about all the other people out there who are middle class, who don't have trust funds to put them through college. I'm not saying there's anything bad with having a trust fund, you know. I'm hopefully going to have a little bit of a college fund for my kid. I've I've already started trying to build one, but I'm just saying for a lot of people who work their a lot of the readers out there who are going to be reading this book probably come from middle-class families who are probably going to have to rely on financial aid to get into college, you know? And a lot of financial aid and scholarships rely on your grades, on your GPA, on um, what kind of extracurricular activities that you're in. You know, Chloe isn't in any of those. You know, she has a low GPA, mediocre student, like I said. So she's not really a character that you can resonate for resonate with. You feel bad for her because her parents didn't believe with her and she's kind of caught up in all this legal action where she has to get her own lawyer because of her parents' actions. So you feel bad that that's happening to her because, you know, it's just, it's on her parents, really. 
they did this. They didn't consult her, but again, she didn't raise any questions. Um, as far as the story goes, it's not it's not badly written. It's actually well written. You know, it does go back and forth between the then before this happened to the now. The, you know what's going on very well. It moves back and forth. Um, with a lot of fluidity, you know, the reader doesn't get lost. You do get to see some personal growth in Chloe's character. She does become more aware of her privilege as the story goes on. And she does become more aware of those red flags that she should have paid closer attention to. So at the end of the novel, she does become a better person who wants to use her money and privilege morally and ethically. And I think that's the message behind the novel, that if you are someone who has all this money and privilege, you should use it responsibly. I think that's the message at the end of this novel, that you should be using your money, your position, your privilege responsibly to help others not just to take advantage of it to help yourself constantly. So, um, I mean, that being said, um, I, I have to, I can't not recommend it because it is well written, but I mean, you listened to what I said about the real, about being able to relate to the story. It is well written. Um, it does have a lot of character growth, and if you are someone interested in stories that are ripped from the headlines, you know, go ahead and pick this novel up. Um, but if you're someone like me, who you think is gonna, you think you're gonna struggle with being able to relate to the story, I say give it the first five chapters. Uh, I always say that, um, read the first five to ten chapters. <laughs> My kid's trying to open his book. He loves books. Um, read the first five to ten chapters of this novel, and if you cannot empathize and connect to Chloe as a character, then I would say put it down um, and move on to something else. But if you do find yourself engaged in the story and you want to see how it's going to play out, which is ultimately why I, you know, continued reading it, because I wanted to see how the legal action was going to continue working and how it's going to go, um, then continue reading to the end. So this is Admission by Julie Buxbaum, published by Delacorte Press. Um, it'll be out December 1st, 2020. And I give it three and a half stars. So happy reading and have a great rest of your day, guys.